transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Right. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin guitars. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From two fours to four three. The founder of the Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hate me now, love me later. Full effect on this fine, merciless Monday, the 6th of June. Lucky it ain't 2006. We'd have 666. I can't have that shit. So, um, Josh, what up, Oos? Oh, really? Um, ah, look at Alan. Shit. I wish. I would I would take that in a heartbeat, Alan. Shit, taking over UNLV? Shit, we'd be a national powerhouse, dog. Motherfuckers would trip out how fast we'd be a powerhouse. How do you not win in Vegas? I, I, I don't get it. I never got it. John Robinson won in Vegas. They beat an SEC team in the Holiday Bowl or in the uh, in the Las Vegas Bowl when one of my former receivers, Nate Turner, was the receiver for UNLV. Jason Thomas, Alan, Coach Keefe's former quarterback at Compton Dominguez was the quarterback on that team. They beat a loaded Arkansas team. UNLV was loaded. They were loaded in the early 2000s. They were getting Cali Juco kids that were dudes, and they were going out and getting some – they got like Coffeyville's best dude at that time. They got all these guys. How the fuck you don't win at UNLV? Anyway, we might discuss that in a minute. Um it's similar to San Diego State. San Diego State figured it out. Same level of school, same type of city. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're, you're, you're fucking two hour drive from LA. Both of you, both schools. You're two hour drive from LA. Three hours, worst case. Okay, fuck. You're a 45 minute flight. How the fuck you don't win in Vegas? You're a 45 minute flight from Phoenix. You're an hour and a half flight from Dallas. How the fuck you ain't winning in Vegas? <laughs> anyway, I ain't going to give away too much recruiting tips on this show right now. Um, but, you know, hey, Alan, we could hire motherfuckers like, you know, Idaho State does and, and, and fuck around and hire a murderer. We could hire murdering motherfuckers. But, you know, fuck JB, though. Is sitting around the house. Hey, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even below. I'm not even like um, talking about me. I know a hundred young, good ass, go getting ass coaches right now being passed by by either nepotism or either fucking who you know 
what or who knows you and simple facts that motherfuckers like a murderer gets hired at Idaho State, but uh, motherfuckers I know are sitting around struggling at a JUCO or in high school. It is what it is. That's the sad part. You know what I mean? But that's the truth of it, and I already know better, so it is what it is. Anyway, we're here on this uh, fine day, six June 6, 2022, here on this Merciless Monday. Uh, show's brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Get you some 50% off welcome bonus. First deposit, if you tell them that JB sent you, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and you'll get 50% off. Hey, NBA Finals Game 2, UNLV. Warriors blowout Celtics, as I believe I predicted right here on this show. Motherfuckers better start listening. And Game 3 on Wednesday. We'll wait another week almost to play a game. And then uh, I'm changing my prediction on that as well. I think Golden State's going to win it in 6 now. Um, but we'll talk about it. Plus, uh, make sure that you know hockey. Hey, the Islander or uh, the Rangers... And uh, Colorado Avalanche, Colorado's just dominating everybody. Um, they're up 3-0, I believe. Tampa Bay won a game, I, th- I believe, last night versus the Rangers. So they're back in it. But uh, you can bet on NHL hockey. And then Major League Baseball is in full swing. Talk about Tampa Bay uh, Rays. Five players not wearing uh, pride patches. We're going to get into all that. But head on over to betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's where the game starts. Um, lots of discuss, lots of discuss. I think I'm down 12 pounds as of today uh, on my uh, 30 for 30. That's what they need to do. They need to do a motherfucking 30 for 30 on my 30-pound weight loss ass shit. Um, hey, Eddie, I, I'm just telling you. I might not pick, like, all these college games right on Pat McAfee show, but I sure can get these fucking pro games. Um, what's, uh, yeah, Phil, Phil Mickelson signed with the, with the LIV, the live or whatever. Um, he had to, he's being fucking extradited by the PGA. So he had to do something. Um, Josh, you said that, uh, McAfee and them were talking about me today. What were they saying today? Those are my boys, man. They talk about me all the time. This shit, they're fucking comical. Him and all those dudes, man. Fuck no, I can't. I can't. I couldn't handle Kyrie in L.A. Oh fuck no. We're gonna get into all that shit. Brad Richardson, you 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 spell like Eddie Mayweather. Come on, dog. Phil Mickelson or Phil Dickerson? Is it Eric Dickerson's brother that plays golf and he's white? <laughs> uh, anyway, man. I got you. You guys got to go. You're getting fucked. Who in this chat drinks Starbucks? Who goes to Starbucks? I officially stopped going to Starbucks two weeks ago because I found out something. Um, but I'm going to really prove to you. You can, pr- you can do this. I wish I would have did it. I could have did it for the show. But you got to... Uh, I ain't giving Kyrie shit. Kyrie can get the break of this dick. Fuck Kyrie Irving. That motherfucker's a bitch, homie. He's a bitch-made motherfucker. John Thorne. All right, listen. I want you to do something. Starbucks has been fucking over 
every customer for a long time. And if you haven't seen this or heard about it, I tested it today and I true my dog's fucked up um and broke and ate the cup, Lucy. But you have you ever heard about this? So you take a small cup from Starbucks, you take a medium cup from Starbucks, you take a large cup from Starbucks. You fill up the small cup. You pour the small cup into the medium cup. Do you know what happens? Does anyone know what happens? You take the small cup of Starbucks and you dump it in the medium cup at Starbucks. Does anyone know what happens? It fills the medium cup up. Yes, Mark C. Same amount, John. You already know. And the kicker is take the fucking medium cup and throw it away. And you take the small cup full again and fill up a large cup. Do you know what it does? Do you know what the small cup does with the large cup? Fills up the cup. A small fills the large too. A small cup of coffee is the exact same amount as a medium and a large. They are marketing geniuses. And... um, have they just fucked us over or they marketing geniuses or what? Or can we sue them? I'm wondering if I could sue those motherfuckers. Maybe I'll make a big ass splash. I'll get on TMZ and we'll sue Starbucks. We'll do a class action. The, the hate me now, love me later fucking podcast will class action lawsuit Starbucks for getting over on us. Has to be some money in that. You have fucked us for years. You have fucked us for years and years, Magic Johnson. And all you fucks that own Starbucks, Shaq. You guys knew better. You fuckers knew better. And I've been filling up large, I've been getting large cups and they've been the same amount as small. You guys are geniuses on the design of that fucking aerodynamic fucking cup. (laughs) Um... Poll question. I got a real poll question. I'm going to do a trivia today for you guys, too, like I said I would, because I say what I do and do what the fuck I say to do, so that I am going to do. Like I said, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. I'm going to do that shit, too. But I got a poll question. Does do families eat dinner together at home anymore? Let that marinate as I give you guys the quote of the day. Do families eat dinner together at home anymore? There's no way. I don't think they do. I I really don't. Unless you're like, Lucy, you guys eat at home together at night? I want to know how it's changed, when it changed, what's the excuse why it's changed. Coach, we're on the run too much. Really? So... So my dad and mom wasn't on the run when I was a little kid as much. Like, come on, that shit ain't changed. Convenience has changed. And that's why we're so fucking obese in America. Because everybody wants to go out and fucking eat fast food, convenience, go to the restaurant, chill, eat out, order in food instead of going shopping. Uh, I don't know. Alex Grotto. I'm fucking getting old, dog, but I ain't goddamn that old. This motherfucker said it changed with the invention of TV. Ain't that a bitch? 
Motherfucker, I, I didn't, I, I haven't, I wasn't even born in the fucking black and white TV era, motherfucker. When I was born, there was color television, homie. God damn. You motherfuckers act like TV changed this motherfucker. God damn. Get out of here with that shit. That shit is comical. Um, man, that, I'm gonna put some relevance to it. Technology advanced through every single era. You know, 60s babies, fucking drop-top cars, Corvettes and shit started coming out, right? That's technology. Color television sets came out. That's technology for the time era, right? Fucking 70s came out. Fucking weed, marijuana hit the earth. Marijuana was a huge thing, right? Um, Woodstock and all that shit. Technology, that's technology. Technology's always been there, just per era. It obviously hasn't been the jump that it is now. We're fucking way more technologically advanced. But that don't mean it hasn't always been there. So don't give me that excuse that technology has made this happen. We've always had technology. It's on the fucking humans that are fucking cowardly cunts who won't fucking tell their kids nothing. But I'm going to dive into that shit. Today's going to be a deep show. We're going to get into all that shit. Um, But do families eat together at dinner anymore? Do they eat dinner anymore at at home? Let me give you the quote of the day. Get you guys started off on the quote of the day. Um, Action. I should have capitalized it. Action is the foundational key to all success. Foundation. Foundation is only created through action. If you don't fucking create action and do action and do things and go fucking actually create action by what you do, you're never going to have a foundation and you ain't going to have success. Action. Fuck words. Action is the foundational key to all success. Let that marinate. Hell yeah, Shane. If I had kids, no phones, they wouldn't have shit. Talk to me about motherfucking who has a gun in your school, motherfucker. Oh, Lil Johnny got his daddy's gun, pops. Oh yeah, I'm gonna call Lil Johnny's daddy. That's what's missing. We ain't talking no more. Fuck a text message, homie. Fuck texting you. Sit down, put your phones away. Let's discuss your life. Let's discuss what's cracking. What did you see today? What did you give me today? What did I only, you know, man, code, dad, uh, fuck, you know, I saw these two little badass boys fucking push over this old lady and take their purse. See what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers don't talk no more. And you wonder why shit is growing expeditiously and how bad this fucking country's becoming because motherfuckers don't do that shit no more. we rather fucking text it, tweet it, fucking... Blake Bradley says, I can't eat with family. They give me anxiety. Well, that sounds like a you problem, homie. If it was easy, everybody would have the winning fucking lotto numbers. It ain't easy. Shit, it ain't easy. King Nappy said, I see no problem with a tablet, iPhone, iPad, etc. You might as well put your big screen TV right on the motherfucking middle of the fucking table then, fucking retard. 
You're the problem, fucking problem. Fucking King Nappy. Shut your motherfucking ass up. You ain't even a member in this motherfucker. I don't even really like what I'm hearing from your motherfucking ass. You might So become a member or you're getting blocked, motherfucker. Just because you said you don't see a problem with those electronical devices at fucking t- the table. No shit. Because your motherfucking ass is a mark and you allow shit. You don't coach it, motherfucker. Motherfucker talk about iPad. Motherfucker want a whole big old iPad. Bring your big screen TV and put it on the dinner table too, motherfucker, while you're at it. You watch Pornhub at dinner too, motherfucker? So I got to hear motherfuckers moaning and groaning and shit? You got two minutes, motherfucker. Become a member now. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member, everybody else. But King Nappy's ass has two minutes to become a member or his motherfucking ass is gone. King Nappy, I don't give a fuck what it is. Motherfucker, you the head of the household, homie. You the head of the household, and you cool with it. I don't see the problem. No shit you don't see the motherfucking problem. That's the fucking problem. (laughs) I don't see the problem. The number one used term in America. I don't see the problem. No fucking shit. God damn. Sherlock's motherfucking homeboy. No shit you don't see the problem. You are the motherfucking problem, homie. That's the problem. (laughs) It ain't goddamn rocket science. This motherfucker's the head of the household. I don't see the problem. Shit. Motherfucker better hurry up. Ante up that $1.99, homie, or I'll be the problem for your motherfucking ass being in this fucking chat. Because you say dumb shit. King Nappy. Motherfucker, you better fucking shave that shit up. Nobody likes that shit. Shave your fucking shit, King Nappy. Um, Pat Riley goes old school on Tyler fucking Hero and tells him, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Um, I don't, I, I got plenty of family, uh, Blake Bradley, and I got bitches. Motherfucker, I have three or four bitches over here for dinner every night. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't need family. And b- by the way, I didn't grow up with family. It, it, do you think that's like hurting me or something? <laughs> Motherfucker, I got a daddy who's dead and a mama who don't live too far away. So what What you want me to do? You want me to be born like, uh, like, I, got, like I was supposed to be born into a big family, motherfucker? I don't have family, so... <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Hashtag loner. Hashtag bitch boy. I bet your motherfucking ass don't have a goddamn friend that you can call to get your motherfucking bitch ass tire fixed in a drop of a dime. I bet you money you don't have a motherfucker you could call because you're a straight up bitch. Motherfucker. Hashtag loner. Motherfucker, loner is the least of my concerns. And you know what the bottom line is? I am a loner. That's how I roll, motherfucker. So I don't be around bitch-made cats like you. No shit, I'm a loner. (laughs) I'd rather be a loner all motherfucking day. That's why I got four dogs, you dumb fuck. God damn, some of you motherfuckers are cowardly cunts. But it is what it is. Um, I'll holler at you, Blake. Um, where's my main man at? Um, where's my main man at? 
Motherfucker said, I fixed my own tire. I'm a doctor. Shut your bitch ass up. Everybody in here is always a doctor. Remember there was a one motherfucker. There was one motherfucker in here that was a D1 coach. Remember that shit, Alan? <laughs> that motherfucker said he was a D1 coach. I said, damn, you're a D1 coach in my chat just talking shit, huh? That's fucking ironic. Where's my boy at that, uh, where's King Nappy at? That motherfucker was, he's, it's been well long, long enough. He's just stopped talking. He must have disappeared. Fuck it. I still blocked his bitch ass. Um, eight ball, become a member, motherfucker. I, I don't mind what you're saying. I'm just talking shit right now. All you guys become a member. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Nappy King's bounced. I ain't seen the motherfucker. Oh, yeah, the baseball coach, Isaac. I remember that. The baseball coach. Damn. Uh, Pat Riley basically told Tyler Hero to get... Tyler Hero tweeted out some shit about he wants to be a starter. And uh, did you see what Pat Riley said? Pat Riley said, motherfucker, stop tweeting about it and come earn a spot this summer. And I thought it was the best, most the old, the most old school response you could possibly make. And I love that shit. I love fucking Riles, though. I love Riles. Um, but yeah, I thought it was comical. Oh man, we're soft as baby shit. Um, oh man, it's just crazy to me. Um, have you guys heard about this fucking shit show right here? I want to show you this shit right here. This is where we are, and this is where we are right now. The Burger King has introduced the Pride Whopper. It has either two top or two bottom buns, your choice, for Pride Month. I just want to let that sit in with you guys. Let that sit in. Let you guys, let that sit in, okay? Sit that, let that sit in. Um, Burger King created the Pride fucking Whopper. Dog, I just, I just, I don't even know where to begin with this shit right here. Um, I don't even know where to fucking begin. I don't even know where to begin. It's, it's like, God damn. Um, let me ask this, Eddie Manyweather, you're a brother in here, you're an African-American black male, right? Did Burger King create a burger for Black History Month around this motherfucker that I don't know about? Eddie, did Black History Month have a fucking burger come out for them, for y'all, Alan? That shit is crazy. We treat Pride Month 20 times more. It's 20 times more celebrated than Black History Month, than Brown Heritage Month, that than any of that shit. Like, this shit is crazy to me. Like, God damn. I never seen no shit like it, dog. I never seen no shit like I'm seeing today. No, that shit is real, Jamal Lewis. That shit is actually real. Um, Deshaun Watson faces 24th lawsuit, 24th victim, female. Um, I guess you can't say victim because you don't know what it is. 
What's up with Rusty Harden is that his 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 lawyer in the whole the whole fucking happy ending thing. I gotta know what's up with the happy ending statement. That is a plea for I fucked up. And I don't know if it's a happy ending, because if it was a happy ending, then the bitches would have been happy with the ending too. Meaning you paid their ass to jack you off or whatever the fuck they did. And now your ass wouldn't have these fucking problems. It definitely was not a fucking happy ending. Because it ain't ending happily for your motherfucking ass right now, is it? You look like a fucking straight up weirdo creep pedophile. And you got 24 fucking females coming forth. And it's just crazy to me. Like, God damn. Dog, this guy is just crazy. It's just uh, you admitted to it. Like, maybe you didn't rape anybody. Because, you know, obviously I think that would have been... You'd be in court right now like Kobe Bryant if they used the word rape. That's the reason you're not caught up right now. The fucking word rape hasn't been used by those females. So obviously rape kits would have been used. They would have found out that they were lying. But I got to break. I got to I got to like I got to associate this whole case with the Johnny Depp thing. Okay. I want this to sink in with you guys. Johnny Depp spent five million dollars on lawyers to defend his name and his character. His character was assassinated by this girl, Amber Heard or whatever. And um, I don't know shit about it. I don't know either one of them. I don't really watch Johnny Depp. I don't know nothing about Amber Heard. I guess that was the girl that was on uh, Aquaman. I didn't know that. So, um, but I got to be honest here, okay? And I'm sorry, ladies, for this one. But I'm just being real because I have been a victim myself of what Johnny Depp's gone through. And I've seen hundreds of my former players have been a victim as well as what this Amber Heard girl has alleged. And I got to be honest. How many of you in this room have five million to spend on a great lawyers team to defend your name to defend your name none of us right very few of us in the world are one percenters and can afford to spend the money especially inner city kids that i've coached and raised my entire life who've been accused of rape by females that come from podunk towns of eight people and their daddies are racist and they come home and said, I fucked Tyrone or whoever you want to use as a fucking stereotypical black name. And the daddy says, what? And guess what happens? The girl goes back to school because the dad said, you're claiming rape. My daughter don't fuck no black man. And that's what happens 90% of the fucking time that I fucking have, that I have witnessed. I have seen. I've seen it. I have seen it over and over and over. Okay? So, it is really, really 
disheartening to see men stories go untold, but we get accused of a lot of shit. And you know me, dog, I keep it real straight out 100. I'll keep it real. If a man touches a woman or rapes a woman or whatever, they should be castrated and fucking hung up in the courtyard. I've told you that how many times I feel about that. If you touch a woman, hit a woman, anything. I don't give a fuck if she hits you 20 times. And if you rape a woman, you should be fucking castrated and fucking murdered. That's just my opinion. You should be murdered right on the fucking public square. And that's my public personal opinion. Because there's no fucking place for it in America. That's my opinion. Now, women that false accuse and make these accusations, which happens far too often, I'm just telling you, and get away with it. They get away with it because most men in America don't have the resource to hire a team to defend their character or defend themselves in a fucking jury trial or in court. And that's the problem. It happens with child support every day, too. The women get all the fucking kids in America. It's a woman's fucking world when it comes to custody. And men lose more righteous custody battles because of they're a man. And that is what it is. That's what it is. So, I don't know, man. It is what it is. Um... It is what it is. I'm just unbelievable. King Nappy's back. Fuck. Are you kidding me with this guy? Yeah, I'll make sure I Venmo you, homie. Bye. <laughs> I don't know how we change a broken system, uh, Redneck. Good, good question. I don't know. But I just know that there's a lot of great women out there. There's a lot of great men out there. And we got a lot of shitty women out there and a lot of shitty men out there. And the bottom line is, we can't police it all. And the issue is, women continue to be able to accuse, 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 and have no repercussion. They don't go to jail. They don't get fined. They don't get civil lawsuits thrown against them. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know how you fix the system. But the system's fucked up for, 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 for many different aspects in life. It's not just court of law. But all men in this position, from Johnny Depp to myself to whoever, I've never laid a hand on a woman, not even close, never even thought about it. Just is not what I'm raised to be. Like, it just doesn't make fucking biological sense either. Physicality doesn't match. There's no reason for a guy to hit her. Alan sent me a video the other day over the weekend. Fucking dude, a girl slaps this dude like, I think, play fucking playing with him. Which, I, to me, you don't ever should never put hands on another human. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, a woman or a man. You should never put hands on a human. That being said, a woman hits a man. It doesn't matter to me. I don't give a fuck. A man shouldn't react by hitting her right out the gate. It's called small dick syndrome. Alan sent me a video of this black dude hitting this white girl. And the reason I can see these bitch made cats who hit women. I know what the fuck their, their issues are. This is the problem. The, the woman barely hits them like this. Fucks with them, right? Wasn't even hard. 
And this guy turns back and cold socks him. And socks him, socks her without a thought, without a thought. Tells me you suffer from small dick syndrome. You're worried about your peers clowning you from being slapped by a female. So I got to knock this girl out. That's what's crazy. You're a bitch made motherfucker. You're a bitch made cat. Nah, if a transgender hits me, oos, it's cracking. I'm beating his ass. Because he, he is a human born man. I don't give a fuck what motherfucking has between his legs. I don't give a fuck if he cut his shit off. I'm beating his ass. I'm knocking out a transgender. That's just straight out. Because you're a man. I don't give a fuck. There ain't even no question. There ain't even no question. I'll choke slam that motherfucker. I'll drag that bitch made motherfucker all around the fucking parking lot. The problem is he's a made up cat. He's a made-up human, homie. That's the problem with these motherfuckers. They're made up. They're not real, homie. They were not designed by God and Jesus and all the gods in the world and all these galaxies and billions of galaxies. They are not. They are created humans. They're made up. Please stop talking about motherfuckers having the same, all the same shit. They have human alienable rights. They should have all the human rights that we all have. I agree. I don't give a fuck if you're transgender, gay. I have no issue. I'm not. People think I'm homophobic. No. Just don't fuck with me. I'm not homophobic at all. I don't care. I don't gay bash. I don't fucking go. Never done it my whole life. Even though back in the day, the F word was real. It was real. All right. And you could use it all the time. I could have said it right now. I should have said it right now. I, that, that's how it used to be thrown around. Just in just regular talk. Right. That was a real thing. Gay bashing was a real fucking thing back in when I grew up. I never did it. So I haven't done it. I, I never did it. I haven't done it. I won't do it. I don't give a fuck what you are. You are what you are. Go ahead about your life. But don't fucking bring it to me, though. That's the issue with these motherfuckers. See, they think the Second Amendment right don't apply to everyone, only to them. So they can have freedom of speech and talk about straight people and talk about this and that. And you can have a gay person or an LBGQT or whatever talk about black folks and racist shit, but nothing really happens. They're good. But if a motherfucker talks about a gay or a transgender They'll cancel the fuck out of you. That's what's crazy. So the Second Amendment don't apply to us, only them. That's what they think. The problem is, like the Tampa Bay Rays, only five motherfuckers didn't wear a patch yesterday. If you haven't heard about it, the team... um, The team... The team fucking, you know... Um, the team fucking all supposed to wear pride patches. Apparently, I don't know, and I have no idea why. Um, but only five motherfuckers didn't wear it. Only five, and. 
Oh yeah, dog. We said the F word to our homeboys. We called our, we called each other the F word. It was fucking. That's what we called each other. Like, you know, nowadays, like fuck retard. Like, I don't see the difference between the F word. Now nah, we can't even fucking say now and retard. Both words. I think retard's worse. And we used to call our homies retard and the F word all the time. Did we not? Did we not? Like, is that not what we used to call each other fucking around? Like, cats are on edge now. Motherfuckers are in their own houses with their homies walking around on pins and needles like, damn, I can't even say that shit. Like, why? Motherfucker, you might be recorded in your own house. Like, dog. I don't know. It's fucking crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Um, But... The Tampa Bay Rays, only five cats fucking, only five didn't wear it. So, uh, we're going to, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying, Mark C. Smear the Queer was a real game. You can't say queer now? Shit. I'm saying queer. Fuck that. I'm going to still say queer. But so you can make a movie on Netflix. Isn't there a movie called Queer World or something? Queer, queer fucking some queer movie. Isn't there a queer movie on Netflix that's big? Say fuck all that, homie. That's the problem. Our First Amendment um, is only. Uh, oh, I'm done. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, Deshaun Watson, twenty four fucking lawsuits. Like I said, like I said, um, you know. I think a lot of men get the short end of the stick because we can't defend ourselves, and women can ri- basically go over and straight up accuse a motherfucker. Wh- why can't the man accuse a woman of it? Because domestic violence happens every fucking day from women to man, either verbally, either through fucking video, either in person, and I would argue that there's more. Men out there that don't do anything, but the shitty ones get caught up. And the fucking pussy men get fucking cracked trying to hit a woman or do something. And, um, I don't know, man. Women, just trying to tell you guys, we don't have no bread. And you can just accuse us. And we have to defend ourselves. We can't do it. So poor men, especially poor men, you find more often than not hitting women. And I'm not giving an excuse. You know me. I don't give excuses. But do you think it is because they know they're already fucked and can't afford a lawyer? So they're going to just knock your motherfucking ass out for accusing them of doing something wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to give you different fucking, uh, you know, perspectives on some things. Um, (sighs) I love when the non-members, like... Mike Hunt come up with all these fucking conspiracy theories. Did you know Hunter Biden slept with deceased brother's wife after he died? Did you were you there, motherfucker? Were you in the sheets with that motherfucker or were you underneath the bed, homie? <laughs> I love it when people definitively give me a question in statement form that it happened. <laughs> How the fuck do you know it happened? Were you there, homie? Have you seen a video of it? Is it on TNZ? 
TMZ, general knowledge of who? Who is it general knowledge from? <laughs> this is how rumors get spread, Mike Hunt. Man, Google me fucking having eight felonies, motherfucker. God damn, homie. You motherfuckers are some gullible, naive, ignorant motherfuckers. Fuck Google, homie. I'm so fucking tired of hearing Google me. Motherfucker, Google me. Go tell me on Google how many fucking things just because you found me on Google are true. Let's talk about it. Go ahead and Google me right now. And we'll, and I'll sit there and tell you every single thing that is absolutely unequivocally false. And you fuckers like you think it happened. And you go on Twitter and spread the fucking word. Google these nuts, motherfucker. Google. Motherfucker. Everyone thinks Google is the fucking true fucking statement of the world. Google me. I can find out everything on you if I Google you. Yeah, Google follows me around and knows. Fucking you, you, you're like the fake news around this motherfucker. Holy shit. I can't stand dumb motherfuckers. Mike Hunt, you're a fucking idiot. I just gotta let you know. Um, become a member or I'm blocking your motherfucking ass. Google... Google it. So Google's going to show me Hunter Biden fucking his dead brother's wife's live. (laughs) Holy shit. Or is Google going to show you what fucks like you tweet out that you have no knowledge of, motherfucker? That's what Google's going to show. They're going to show bitch-made cats like you who tweet out shit and it's all fake, and you push this false-ass fucking narrative everywhere, and now guess what? It's on Google. You can Google a million bad negative things about me. None of them ever fucking happened, you fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. If we believe Google now, folks, we are fucked. We are so fucked if you really, truly think Google is the fucking stat-dat of American fucking data you guys are fucking retards. And I said the word right there. Uh, 49ers excuse Garoppolo for minicap. I, I don't get it. Like, excuse him for what? Why are we excusing motherfuckers in the fucking NFL? We're excusing motherfuckers from going to work. <sighs> I don't get it. I got a little fucking thing under my eye. You see that? Smoking a cigar last night. And I fucking had my torch up, and that motherfucker, uh, it it blew a ash right on my fucking, right under my eye. I'm I'm so, I'm so glad it didn't hit my eye, um, ball, my eyeball, but it hit my fucking eye. It burned the fuck out of my skin, man. I was like, God damn. Um, but I smoked another one after that. Um, can't scare me away with a little bit of fucking fire. Dan Tony is going to meet Michael Jordan about the Hornets job. Who? Why? Why? Dan Tony's never done nothing. He scores a lot of points. <laughs> I mean, God damn. John Lynch turned down $15 million to stay there. Look at how many pay cuts Tom Brady has fucking done. Look how many... 
pay cuts Tom Brady has fucking took. There ain't a motherfucker in the game no more doing that shit. Nobody. Romeo Cornell, shout out. If you don't know who Romeo Cornell is, he is a 50-year veteran coach. Fucking 39 of those years were in the NFL. Um, and uh, shout out to you, man. Much love. Got to meet him a few times. A buddy of mine interns under him every year. Uh, one of my former coaches. And uh, he a uh, great human being, salt of the earth. Uh, never did well as a head coach, but always had the kids' attention. It's the players' attentions. And uh, he's been around a long time, obviously, as a D.C. for the New England Patriots. Won a lot of Super Bowls and then became the head coach for the Browns and the Texans. And then he became the D.C. for the Texans. And then he went back to being the interim head coach of the Texans and, and kind of rallied the troops there last like two years ago. And uh, he retired, man, gave it up. So shout out to him. Um. If you guys haven't seen this video I posted um, on Twitter, um, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But um, I just think after all this real talk shit, you guys need to you need to hear a you have to see a funny thing, okay? So I'm gonna share this with you. Gotta hear the volume on this. I shouldn't be laughing. I really shouldn't. But the grandma, the grandson only had one job, and that was to watch grandma. And grandma took off down the motherfucking driveway. Oh boy was moving though, Alan. Oh boy tried to catch her, but she was gone. She was gone. Um, fake video. Haywood John Blondie. I think you're fake, bitch. God damn, do I just attract... You know who it is, right? It's the same motherfuckers. It's the same people. I don't give a fuck if it's fake. Do you guys realize I don't give a fuck if it's fake? If you made that video, it is funny, or it is this, or it is that. I'm going to fucking laugh or watch it or fucking whatever. I don't care if it's fake video, motherfucker. Like, who gives a fuck? Your life is so dependent on pointing out something to me. You got to be shitting me. You don't have nothing better to do than to tell me it's fake video. Like, do you think I give a fuck? Have you ever fucking... Have you ever sucked on some fake titties, motherfucker? Have you sucked some fake titties, motherfucker? You, bitch boy, whoever you just said that. Where'd you go? Did you Have you sucked on some fake titties before? Have you had a fucking fake dick put in your ass? Yes, probably have. It's called a dildo, motherfucker. So you like fake shit. Shut the fuck up. God damn, you bitch-made motherfuckers be killing me, dog. Holy shit. Some of you fake fucks 
You're fake, bitch. God damn. Yeah, motherfucker. Coach, shouldn't it be Coach Chef JB? No, motherfucker, it shouldn't be. God damn, homie. Like, that shit is crazy. Nah, they're all, what do they call them? Bots or whatever? Trolls? Bots? I don't know the difference. Fuck, who knows? I don't give a fuck. That shit is like stressful just to figure the shit out. If you haven't heard Guru of Gangstar and the song called Tons of Guns, okay, go fucking listen to it. And that song's 25 years old. And he is talking about exactly what's going on right fucking now today. Go listen to Tons of Guns. You got, they got, we got tons of guns. Go peep it out. One of my all-time classics. Um, I don't know if you've heard about I got to check on my UCLA Bruins females. They can't lose. They're down to Oklahoma. They just beat Oklahoma, by the way, who's the number one team in the country. Um, I got uh, Josh, I don't know if you know. Uh, UCLA's getting murdered 7 nothing. Fuck. And they just won, dog, an hour ago. Fucking, they just won seven to three, and now they're down seven nothing, dog. They can't lose. Uh, Josh, uh, TJ, you know uh, a lot of Usos, you know a lot of people's families on there. George's daughter plays for UCLA. Uh, Farimo, what's his name's br- uh, sister? Isn't that what's his name's sister? He's a, she's the the best pitcher on in the country, right? Plays for UCLA. A lot of Usos on the UCLA women's softball team. Shout out to UCLA. Uh, yeah. Shit. Shit. Oops. I coached I coached her brother in Long Beach. They got Long Beach ties too then. I mean y'all y'all related, motherfucker. Come on, Josh. TJ, you're both related, motherfucker. Both of you motherfuckers been to the same fucking luau. You didn't even know it. You've been in the same family reunion. You didn't even know it, motherfucker. You already know everyone's related. Long Beach and Oceanside, same shit. Um, shit, you motherfucker drive up straight up the 5 freeway to 405? Shit, all from the rock. No doubt, no doubt. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this story right here, though. This is a debatable topic that you guys can uh, discuss. I will have a... Uh, I will have a trivia question today. Um, so I'll give you a heads up. If you guys know about Zodiac signs, you'll have a shot at winning. Um, you have a shot at winning a free bottle of whiskey signed by me, yours truly. All right. Um, two women in California. All right. Two women in California. Of all places, Cali, Democratic state, right? We're blue, supposedly, right? Charged with murder after having stillbirths in a conservative corner of California. Has any of you guys heard this shit, Lucy? Have any of you women in there heard this? They had stillbirths and are charged with murder. Um, to me, it's some bullshit, all right? Somebody has to be the voice for the fetus, quote, says lawmakers here in California. Now, apparently the women use drugs, okay? Well, fuck me. Okay, I understand. I don't agree with that. You use drugs. I get it. 
Um, two white women, by the way. Um, so, Orange Fan, you agree that they're murderers? Orange Fan, who are you, first of all? Are you the same motherfucker and you're just coming back as a new name? Because I just new names again. Another name. Fuck. Um, see, I'm, I'm different with this abortion thing, man. I really am. You guys ain't going to want to hear my shit. But, um, see, I'm too real for a lot of you, Orange Fan. You should be pink fan because you're pink as pussy right now. So you should your name should change to fucking pink fan. Because I don't know who you are. So become a member, motherfucker, too. Or I'm going to fucking cut your ass off, too. I don't understand this take. All right. We're going to we're going to charge them with murder. Because they took drugs. All right. I don't agree with you taking drugs. I get it. But I know damn well my mom was a doctor. My mom in the 70s drank like a motherfucker with my ass. Everyone I know was born damn near fucking with, you know, Jamaican rum and whiskey in their motherfucking ass. Like, they they came out smelling like it. That is what it was me when I grew up. And guess what? My mom popped me out and was at work the next fucking day as a doctor, as a nurse. Nowadays, you got to have 17 weeks off. Homie, you got to be shitting me. Bereavement pay or bereavement. I get it. People die all the time. It's part of life. I understand. Now I can get bereavement pay. I can be out for fucking 28. Eight days or some shit. I wish a motherfucker would. My dad would have beat my ass. I was at practice the day my dad died as when I was the offensive coordinator at East LA Community College. I was at fucking practice after my dad died in my arms. Like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, dog, come on. Like, really? Yeah, Aaron Donald signed a $60 million extension. I saw that. Like, you got to be kidding me, dog. Now we get, it's just, it goes back. We started this soft shit years back with the bereavement and the fucking, all these different fucking scenarios that people get now. Man, my dog, my mom had my fucking my ass. And I was a 10-pound, 22-inch baby. And my mom was back at work the next day. <laughs> We didn't have time. You got a babysitter? All right, there you go. Shit, that's what it is. Infant sitters at the time. They don't make them no more. There's no reason for them no more because you're going to fucking raise the motherfucker until they're almost like six years old before you go back to fucking work. Um, But let me get down to my take. I don't know where orange fucking pussy went, but I'm going to talk about my take. We have to be the voice of the fetus, says a lawmaker. Now listen to this. Listen to this. Then I want retribution, motherfucker. And I want everyone I grew up with to be retributed for all the fucking crack that their moms took. 
And them being born crack babies in the fucking hood, everywhere in this fucking country. And every single kid's home that I went in and recruited and who played for me, I've had hundreds of crack babies who have played for me. Alan, am I lying? TJ, am I lying? How many crack babies have I fucking raised? By the way, some of them were the greatest athletes I've ever had. How many crack moms have I met or raised up or was born with? Well, they should be retrib- they should have retribution then. And they should all be thrown in jail for murder, right? <laughs> so so it's cool to have crack babies coming into this motherfucker. But Oh no, we lost two st- we had two stillbirths. So now it's time to go to fucking jail for murder? It's just luck of the fucking draw. You know how many crack babies died in the 80s pandemic? Do you know how many stillbirths there were then? I didn't see no motherfucking charges for murder then, motherfucker. But all of a sudden now in this proactive fucking world we're in, now you want to charge motherfuckers. See, you can't go get fucking... All of a sudden proactive when this shit's been happening for fucking years. 50 of them. 50 years. You know how many fucking crack babies were born in the fucking 80s, motherfucker? And now all of a sudden there's it's murder when there's a stillbirth? You know how many stillbirths I've witnessed and I've known about from parents that I grew up with? Man, please. You motherfuckers are fucking so hypocritical in this fucked up ass country. It blows my mind. I don't know about the 1800s, dog. I don't believe there was crack cocaine in the 1800s. But what I'm saying, I get what you're saying, Christian Manzi. But what I'm saying is like, you're now going to do retroactive fucking... Checks? No. You ain't doing no retroactive checks. You're not going back in the hood and checking every crackheaded fucking mom that was that put out a fucking crack baby. Motherfucker, I grew up with crack babies. All kind of them. Some of them are my best friends to this day. They don't have any mental issues. They don't have any. But, dog, a lot of them, you know a crack baby when you see one. They're fucking. I'm telling you. It's just, it, it is what it is. You clown. You think I'm clowning and talking shit? I'm not. They're all athletic, they're all fast as a motherfucker, and they all have fucked up teeth. I'm just telling you, dog, keep it real. That's what a crack baby is. And and growing up where I grew up, shit, that's what a crack baby is. Every kid I've ever recruited that's a crack baby is exactly that. Every single one. And I know a crack house when I walk into one. I've walked into thousands of them. It's fucking amazing, though, now that we're going to start fucking charging for murder now with stillbirths. Now, do I disagree with charging you with murder for stillbirths? If it was done in the 80s and it, and it continued, yeah, I would agree. You know better what you're putting in your body and you're killing an infant baby, a fetus in your fucking body. I get it. I'm not, I'm not condoning killing babies. What I'm saying is, though... Let's keep it consistent. Now, I don't just make up shit now and start doing the motherfucker. That's what I don't get. And that's what a lot of you motherfuckers, it blows my mind how motherfuckers forget about other situations that were just like this. 
right. Moving on. I'm still in the intro part of this show, by the way. So it should be a good one for all you slapdicks out there. Um, I don't know if you guys... I'm sure a lot of you did because that shit's like fucking viral. Um, I posted this video. Um, oh, shit. This, we're going to take... We're going to get your take on this. Um... We got a transgender or a drag queen dancing for fem- uh, for babies. You see the audience there. It's a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, an 8-year-old. There's also another video out there. Um, there's a video out there that has the babies, 10-year-old kids, stuffing the drag queen's belt line with dollars so if you haven't seen that um i'm not even going to show it it's not going to lick itself sign is classic perfect great job around 10 year old kids and if you look down here at the end down here do you see this where my mouse is can you see that lady right there she's pregnant and I saw the other video. She had a stroller in this motherfucker. And they took that out of the video. Um, maybe the strollers were a little too much, but the 9 and 10-year-olds were fine. They're fully capable of understanding. Now, this video, let me... let me. I mean, this is sickening to me. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Um, like, I don't understand it, dog. I really don't. But that's a real thing. That's in Dallas, Texas. That's in Dallas, Texas, by the way. Um, I don't know if Lucy was there in attendance or not. But anyway, this... Tra- this uh, this drag queen dances for these kids. All right, now this is my issue. That was from a gay pride activist. That was tweeted out by a gay pride activist. Okay, and like it was the tweet of the century. That's how this gay pride activist tweeted it out. Like, they, he thought he was the big bad fucking thing on Twitter that day. He tweeted this out, and I'm just like, well, so let me get this right. Because I, I, I hollered at his ass on the tweet. I retweeted his tweet, and I basically said, so let's keep teaching children, which, by the way, are our most vulnerable aged humans on earth. Five to 15-year-olds are literally the most vulnerable age humans on earth. And this is what I used to call grooming, all right? There's these weirdo, sick, pedophile motherfuckers out there that groom the youth to become fucking mass shooters, to become 
LGBTQ, to become transgender, to become pedophiles, to become murderers, whatever the fuck it is, there is a thing called grooming. And if that ain't grooming right there, I don't know what is. And for anyone that fucking saw over that and is just okay with it, either A, has no kids, B, is 15 years old and think it's cool because you guys are fucking idiots and you haven't been had your ass whooped in life yet by your parents, or C, you're just fucking retard, right? It's sickening because I don't care what heat I take from this. You fucking bitch-made cats can eat a dick up. Literally and figuratively. Whose fucking parents do these kids belong to is the number one question I have. Who do they belong to? Who do these kids fucking belong to? That has to be number one. Like, how, how the fuck is that a fucking thing? In a strip club... It ain't going to lick itself. Neon sign blaring. These kids are fucking the most vulnerable thing. You know how many, you know how smart these fucking kids are nowadays, by the way? These kids are so smart, they'll remember that shit forever. They'll pick it up. They'll pick up all the innuendos. They'll pick up all the fucking. They pick up every little thing you throw down there. They have fucking photographic memories. Photographic. And you don't think that's grooming? And you all motherfuckers believe that shit is real? Oh my God, you guys are fucking... You guys are fucking worse than the fucking parents that have the kids there. Um... Alan, I agree, Alan. I really do agree with that tweet you sent me. The problem is, Alan, so Alan sent me a tweet, okay, and this is what it says. I want to break it. I'm going to, I keep getting all this information. I'm just throwing it on the show. Calvin Ridley got a full year suspension for a $1,500 bet. Okay, we know that. If the NFL does anything less than two years for Deshaun Watson, it is an absolute joke. Okay, here's the problem, and I agree with the tweet, but I don't. I'm not going to condone the action. All right. Let's make sure we're clear. By the way, I haven't even got to contrary to a belief yet. <laughs> uh, in the NFL, in Major League Baseball and basketball, gambling's illegal. Gambling is illegal and it's known. Okay. That is the problem. Deshaun Watson has beat or not been charged with criminal felonies or criminal action has not been pushed towards him. So he has no criminal legalities against him. So therefore, the NFL legally cannot suspend him more than anything other than just a domestic violation in per the NFL Players Association and a you know, bylaws. That's the issue, Alan, with that guy's tweet. I agree with it. I understand what he's saying. But Deshaun Watson has no legal charges. He hasn't been convicted of rape. 
He hasn't been convicted of domestic battery. He hasn't been convicted of those things. So unless you are, they can't suspend him for two years. The fifteen hundred dollars is 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 irrelevant. It doesn't matter if he spent one dollar on betting. It is illegal, and it's known to be illegal. So basically, he was already found illegal when they found out he made the bet. So once he made the bet, it's illegal, and that's the issue. So that's the problem, and that's why that tweet doesn't hold any water to me, even though I agree with it, but Deshaun Watson isn't isn't guilty. (laughs) Hey, even though he could be guilty, and he looks guilty as fuck, he looks like a weirdo fuck, Unfortunately, there's a lot of weirdo fucks out there, and uh, unless they're found guilty, you know. Hey! Ash. <laughs> Fucking slap dicks. Um, but anyway, that's my take on that tweet. Um, I don't know if you guys remember me saying this. I got to get to the contrary to belief here after this one thing. I, it's, this show's going slow because I got a lot of shit on here um, to discuss. And I had to write some of it down because I had so much shit on my brain. But this is Lil Nas X. And I think you guys remember me saying this over a year ago. I don't think Lil Nas X is gay. Um, people say that's a man on the left. I don't know if it's a man or not. If it ain't a man, then you're just a weirdo fuck anyway, which we already know, right? Not because he's gay, but he got some weirdo shit. But is that a man, Lucy, or not? I don't know. We'll give it one more gander. We'll give it one more look here. Um, I don't know if it's a man or not. that's a man um, or not but I've been trying to say little Nas X is doing that shit for the money a gay rapper a gay black rapper is gonna make way more cheese than a straight fucking gangster fake rapper and he'll stay alive longer (laughs) I mean I'm sorry to laugh dog but that's the truth So the industry tells these certain kids, okay, you're going to be a gangster. You're going to be a gangster. You're going to be a gangster. Well, I don't have no tattoos, uh, sir. Well, guess what? You're going to get tattooed up, and we're going to throw you out there like you're from fucking Memphis, and you've been gangbanging your whole life. But nobody knows you in the hood, okay? And now you're going to be the gangster rapper. Well, guess what? Gangster raps gets you gangster shit problems, and you get killed. Okay, Pop Smoke, fucking all the rappers. Another one just got killed in Atlanta the other day, I hear. So all these cats are going to get fucking murdered. But you, you're going to be a black gay rapper. Really? And then we're going to come up with this song, and it's going to make you famous, world famous. And you're going to have to act gay until you retire and resign and walk off into the sunset with your hundreds of millions of dollars you've made as a black gay rapper and you'll get to live (laughs) like 
You gotta be shitting me. Um, selling their souls to the devil, my man. You ain't lying about that. Um, contrary to belief segment of this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Um, head on over there. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off. Um, yeah, Gunna and Young Thug are done. By the way, I got a homie that actually knows them since they were kids and said that the Gunner and Young Thug cats are complete slapdick fake fucks. And years ago, they became these gangsters out of nowhere. And it sells records. And guess what? These motherfuckers really believe they were gangsters because of their raps. Someone else probably wrote their raps, and they became gangsters figuratively and now are in jail for life. (laughs) You got to be shitting me. Hell no. I don't even know that song, Alan. I ain't listening to that shit. I wouldn't listen to any fucking thing he did. Hell no. Who'd he do it with? Was he with Nas on that? And then how do you call yourself Little Nas X? Like, I don't get that part either. How are you using Nas as a name at all? Shit. I don't know. Uh, Here it is, all right? Contrary to belief segment. I'm not going to put it up on the board because contrary to belief is strictly what I'm telling you. The contrary to belief segment today is titled, If I Were President. All right? If I, JB, was president of the fucking United States, contrary to belief, this is what the fuck I would do first and foremost. And you guys can debate me, argue it, even somebody wants to argue, call in. If I were president of the United States, a tank productions, you're not even a member, dog. Slow down on the typing, homie. And I ain't that fucking smart. I'm smart enough to block your motherfucking ass, but I ain't no, you gotta, you're killing me. Become a member if you're gonna type that much. $1.99 a month. All you guys in in the meantime, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, I appreciate all you guys. All right. If I were president of the United States, number one thing I would do after addressing the nation, all right? Orange Cagoule, you're another, you're fucking out of here. I've already, this motherfucker, motherfucker, I take calls. Get the fuck out of here. I'm blocking you. I don't like you. After I address the nation and get everybody on the same fucking wavelength, right? Which I would do, I think, literally on my first fucking deal. And I would do it like in the fucking hood somewhere. That's what people don't get. Do you realize in the hood I would be protected more than I would be at the fucking White House? Do you motherfuckers not understand how shit works around this motherfucker? Number one thing also, Hector, I would get, if I was the president, right? Number one, I don't want to be president. Number two, I would never run. Number three, I don't have the fucking money. Number four, they would never fucking even, they would laugh at my ass out of the gym if I even tried to do it. So I just want to make sure I'm clear. If I were president, after my announcement, after my fucking address the nation speech, that would just have everyone in fucking 
crying, fucking laughing, and everyone would ready to fucking run through a wall and go smoke Russia tomorrow. I'm not saying I'm going to start a war. All I'm saying is I'd get everybody on the right. Black, brown, white, it don't matter. Red, blue, everybody's going to be on the same fuck. All you hick, redneck, fucking backwood gun fucks, everybody's going to be on the same page. All the Trump driving fucking big old white raised fucking trucks, all you motherfuckers going to be on the same page. We're going to address the nation right in the hood. And after I get Secret Service to, I get my detail, my Secret Service detail is going to be appointed to who I have following me around. Little do they know. See, I'm from the hood. Motherfucker, my head rotates on a 360 degree axis. And I have six ears. And I have women's intuition, motherfucker. Just so you know, number one, I am going to hire my own secret service that's considered or consistent of a bunch of bloods and crips that I know. And they're going to watch the secret service. So my motherfucking ass don't get smoked one night by my own fucking secret service because I don't trust nobody. Two people. Me and the other motherfuckers ain't going to be you. So realize that shit, government. So if I become president, you'll never know what hits your motherfucking ass. You'll be getting watched just like you think I'm being watched. <laughs> Motherfucker, we'll be in the Nickerson Gardens every fucking day having straight up addresses, dress the nation. We're right in the Nickerson Gardens, right in Looters Park in Compton, motherfucker. Get, I'm going to be right in the smack hood of Washington, D.C. I'm going to be in New Orleans. I'm going to be in fucking Houston and Dallas. I'm going to be in fucking Detroit. I'm going to be in fucking every fucking borough and hood in America. Bronx. I'm going to be in fucking everywhere. And we're going to make sure it works that way. Now, that ain't the first thing I'm going to do to the nation, though. Here's the first thing I'm putting in. As a bill to pass. This is the first bill I'm going to have passed right here. Listen closely. Don't just fucking hear my rant, motherfuckers. Listen to what the fuck I'm saying. I would implement curfews for every 18 and under year old motherfucker on this fucking in this country. 8 p.m. on the weekdays, 11 p.m. on the weekends. If you're caught. You'll spend a weekend on a pig farm or in a fire camp. And if caught twice, you'll spend two weekends in a row. And then I'll change it to doing fucking work study. You'll do work study now. You'll learn how to fucking work and get a job and fucking actually do two things on the weekend. Because I'm not going to stop you from going to school on during the week. But on the weekends, you're going to spend time in a fucking federal fucking institution that I've created for you fucks that can't listen. And this is why. Just, just stay tuned. If you get caught a third time, you do three weekends in a row. And after a fifth time, you spend 30 days in jail. Plus, your parents are fined $500 per violation. Plus, after the two, after like the second time. Yeah, Chicago. I'll be in Chicago. After the second time getting caught. The parents have to actually go do the work study with their own kids for the weekend. 
plus pay $500 for every time. So now the parents are going to be held fucking accountable to make sure you fucking coaching up your own fucking shitbird kids. And coach, what would that do? It would instill discipline, A. It would teach obedience, B. And it would teach how the fuck to listen to motherfuckers older and more experienced than your bitch asses are. Why, coach? It would eliminate all the dumbass smashing grabs we're seeing all over America right now that are fucking riddling our fucking business. A lot of black-on-black crime, by the way, is being committed by this age group. 12 to 18-year-olds, by the way, if you haven't fucking researched that. Go Google it. Fucking Google. It would stop the smash and grabs. It would fucking stop the jumping of women and girls. And the gun violence would be able to be monitored a bit better. Maybe we'll bond the families again like we once used to be. It would actually make the families bond a little bit. Don't you think? The parents have no fucking clue where their kids are. That's just period. We don't know where our fucking kids are. Do you guys know what the most text? Do you know the most often shared text in the world is? Does anyone know? Please, please, somebody get it right. If somebody gets it right the first time on here, has to be what I'm telling you, though. I'll send you a bottle. What is the most texted out? Not tweet, text message. What is the most texted phrase in America? Please text me or put it in the chat. Please, I'll give you guys one minute. Does anyone know? Sean Waffle said, LOL. (laughs) Shit, I wouldn't be... Probably what it is. Paco, you're close. Paco, you're close. Since nobody got it. It is text me when you get home. Text me when you get home. Alan, you're close. You don't drink anyway. Text me when you get home is the number one tweet or text. I'm sorry. Text amongst Americans. Text me when you get home. Not when are you coming home, but text me when you get home. That is a fucking problem, don't you think? Fuck texting me when you get home. Fuck text me when you get home. How about talk to me when we are at home? We're going to talk, motherfucker. I'm going to put... A majority of the population in home, in house, back in homes for a curfew deal. And we're going to keep the curfew as long as we can fucking massage this country back into what it was. And if that takes a year, two years, five years, so be it. It's not like jail. It's eight o'clock on the weekdays. It's fucking 11 o'clock on the weekends. Guess what? Anything after 11 on a weekend nowadays is nothing but fucking death or in jail anyways. So take your little punk asses home and watch fucking Netflix with your mom, motherfucker. So 
Like, come on. That's the problem. We don't fucking have any accountability whatsoever with any of our fucking kids. Nothing. So, I don't know. That would be the first bill I put into action. And it would be fought like a motherfucker. But you know what? I'd be fucking. I would also have a lot of the cats that would usually fight some shit like that on board. Because we're going to get the shit back real quick. But you all got to buy in. And I'm going to sell you. I'm going to sell you on it. And I think parents after finally. See, there's no, there's no repercussion to these kids' parents. The kids go out and do all the shit they want. Mass shooting. Smash and grab. Throw a fucking eraser at a teacher. Disrespectful in public to elderly people, to adults, to coaches. Nothing happens to the parent. The parent is ultimately accountable. We aren't holding them accountable. We are holding them fucking responsible for ejaculating out a baby. That is all we're doing. There's no fucking recourse with responsibility. You have to have accountability. Somebody has to be in in charge of the fuck up. We don't have it right now. There's no accountability for the fuck up. It's only responsibility. Because anyone can do a DNA test and say, oh, you're the parent. Well, guess what? All that is is responsibility. You're responsible for this kid. But you're not being held accountable for the kid. Nothing's happening to you. If a football coach loses and loses and loses, he's fired because he is accountable for the entire operation. If an assistant coach is has this, one of his players get an F and I fired him, it's because he is not responsible for monitoring that kid. Do you see how shit rolls downhill? My assistants are responsible for themselves and their position group. The head coach is accountable for those assistants and each one of those kids. And if a kid goes to jail or gets killed, who's it on? Is it on the assistant coach or is it on my motherfucking ass? It's on me because I'm accountable for the whole fucking thing. And that's the problem. You parents need to be fired and held accountable for all you fucking shitbirds that you've fucking nutted out out here that you haven't and that you've allowed in the public that have been a fucking disgrace to every single fucking human on earth. You need to be fucking castrated, motherfucker. You have no accountability whatsoever, and you fucks need to be castrated so you can't have another fucking baby again. And I'll be honest, I never, I never believed in fucking population control. I believe in that shit right now. Motherfuckers need their nuts snipped around this bitch. We need to snip nuts for the next 20 years. No new babies. No new babies. We got enough fucking problems now with this young motherfucking group. So let's snip nuts would be my bill number two. Hey, guess what, dog? Sorry, you don't get a, you don't get to have a kid, homie. <laughs> you don't get to have a kid. Only six 
five and above freaks of nature that have passed a background check and a character evaluation can have a fucking kid. Period. You got to be a freak of nature, white, black, brown, I don't give a fuck, and you have to pass the fucking character evaluation. Because we got babies having babies having babies and the generations are just continued to fucking look worse and worse and worse. Well, because your daddy's a retard, kid. Your daddy's 15 years old. And if my shit got approved, his motherfucking ass would be in a fucking curfew. He would have a curfew and he would be in fucking bed. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell no, I ain't turning us into no communist country. I'm not saying turn it into China. But I'm just saying, they do that shit forever. That's their laws, dog. That's their shit. TJ, we got to snip your nuts, homie. Uh, oh, shit. Um, there's a lot of shit out there, a lot of shit out there, a lot of shit out there going on. Mm, damn. Um, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's fucking crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Um, Joey B, six feet, dog. You can't have kids, homie. Sorry. Can't have kids. You might have a great character, but you got to match all the fucking criteria, homie. That's how recruiting works, dog. Got to match the fucking... Re- you got to match what I'm looking for uh, to build a team. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, anyway, I'm serious about the curfew shit. That shit would change America. I'm telling you right now. Um... I got a little segment I'm doing, my top five dead or alive, right? So, I got today I'm going to talk about my top five actors. Top five actors. Now, they're very controversial in a lot of ways because some of them are fucking pedophiles and weirdo fucks that have le- recently came to light. So, my top five actors I'm putting right here on the board. My top five actors, all right? Kevin Spacey is my number one. I, I believe Kevin Spacey is the greatest actor um, of all time. The problem is he has now come out to find out that he's a fucking pedophile. And a weirdo fuck and all this stuff. But see, real recognizes real. It doesn't matter to me. I don't know Kevin Spacey. I don't know Shaq. I don't know Kobe Bryant. I don't know it. People judge people on their profession because of what they do in real life. You can't do that shit. 
because it has nothing to do with the other. R. Kelly is the greatest R&B artist of all time. You can argue if you throw in Michael Jackson and Prince in the R&B world, you can have an argument. But they're more pop, I believe. I believe R. Kelly is true R&B. Even though I'm a Keith Sweat guy, R. Kelly has got to be known as the greatest artist in R&B history. The problem is he's a weirdo fucking pedophile, right? So we know he is that. But how many of y'all still listen to his music? Keep it funky. Keep it real. I'm still going to watch a Kevin Spacey movie. He may not have any new ones, but I'm going to watch Kevin Spacey movies because he's a hell of a fucking actor. I don't give a fuck what he did. It's not my concern. It's not what he, it's, it, it's necess- it has nothing to do with him acting. Do I respect him? No. I don't respect him at all. See, our air is easy. Stop listening to R. Kelly. I got homies that stopped listening to R. Kelly. I know a lot of females that stopped listening to R. Kelly. I get it. Each his own. I'm not tripping. Do what you got to do. Um, but I'm going to listen to R. Kelly. I'm not going to stop listening to him, motherfucker. Because his music and the sound of his music, it doesn't put me to, okay, this motherfucker is pissing on this kid right now. I don't I don't go there. I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker's a weirdo. But guess what? Most great humans in their profession in this world's history have been fucking weirdos. 300 million motherfuckers like Donald Trump. I would argue he's a fucking weirdo. 80 million motherfuckers like Biden. I would argue he's a fucking weirdo. Millions of motherfuckers like Epstein. I would argue he's a fucking weirdo. So, please, understand. Kevin Spacey's my number one pick, but I don't agree with him. His life fucking points of view, but his acting is number one. Don Cheeto, I believe, can do any type of fucking thing. If you haven't seen the movie where he acts like a fucking... It's a true story. He plays... Uh, he plays... Uh, what's his name? Something P. Uh, Spotty P, I believe. He was a fucking DJ that was a, a gangster hood dope dealer. And uh, it's a great-ass movie. That motherfucker is one of the greatest actors, in, in my opinion. Also, Rebound's my favorite movie of all time, probably. Um, Don Cheadle is a great fucking actor. Clint Eastwood, I just, I just got to put him in there because he's made more movies than any American ever lived. Number one, and he has movies like Pell Rider, uh, The Unforgiven, that literally will leave chills on your back. That motherfucker, Don Cheadle was in Colors. He, was, I think it was his first movie. Um, Clint Eastwood's a great director of movies. Uh, Don Cheeto, I mean, I mean, Clint Eastwood was a great director. I just have to put him in there. He's he's kind of just earned that fucking deal. Denzel Washington, I believe, every movie he's ever made has been great. 
And then Anthony Hopkins, if you don't know Silence of the Lambs or any of those movies, that motherfucker was different in those movies. And this was back in the fucking late 80s, early 90s. I think Silence of the Lambs came out in what, 90, 91? Um, yeah, Grand Torino, great movie. And that's, fuck, Clint Eastwood was like 80 fucking years old when Grand Torino came out. Um, but anyway, that's my top five, dead or alive. Um, actors right there, acting list. I don't have Tom Cruise in there. I'm not a real Tom Cruise fan. I, I never really been. I never watched any of the Mission Impossibles. Um, never watched them. Not one of them. Not one of them. Um, but it is what it is. I, I'm not a big Tom Cruise guy. I'm not a big fucking, uh, what's that other fucking, the Born Identities and all that? What's his name? I never was a act. I've never been a fan of him. I've never been a Brad Pitt fan. I've never been a Don Johnny Depp fan. I've never been any of that shit. <clears throat> I've never been any of that shit. Um, but that was my deal. We got a long. I still got a lot of shit to talk about, man. So I got to take a piss. Matt Damon, that's his name. I don't, I don't Wahlberg. I like Wahlberg, but he's not a great actor. I think he does. He's a great entertainer. I think Wahlberg's a great entertainer. I don't believe he's a great actor. Um, everybody listening, I appreciate you guys. Hit the like button, subscribe. There's Seventy-five people in here right now. Keep listening. I'll be right back. I'm gonna take a piss break. Give me some water, and uh, I'm gonna piss out another pound or so. And uh, you guys. Stay tuned. I appreciate you guys coming in. I'll take some calls, and I'll have the trivia question coming up next. I'll be right back. Peace. We all grew up together out here, so, um, you know, I hope Eric gets a shot, man. I, the people, the, you know, they hired the dude. The Eagles hire, old boy. This motherfucker can't even speak on the damn mic. Like, and they're saying Eric don't interview well. Like, well, shit, he still deserves a shot to say he failed or he proved himself. Like, this dude's getting a shot. He can't even speak. You know, you know, when people don't interview well, that means they're not speaking your language. No, that's exactly right. I was about to say the like, same shit. Hell it's yeah, like, you're right. Like, like when they say, you know what I'm saying, yeah. you don't know what they're saying. We ain't speaking to say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you understand? Nah, yeah. I don't understand. That's basically what they're saying. Hell yeah, that's what it is, man. And like I said, until we get some black owners in there, man, to get some black GMs, we got to... It's just one of them things, man. I've had multiple people on talking about it. It's just it's a shitty thing. We got this Rooney rule and... I don't know if you agree. I, you know, it's controversial. I've had Marcellus Wiley on. We grew up together as well, man, and Larry Allen and, and def, different dudes in Compton. And we were talking about this, man, before I let you get out of here. I'm like, you know, man, if I was Marvin Jones or Marvin Lewis, who, who took these token interviews with the Cowboys last year and a couple other dudes, and I know Marvin a little bit. Marvin's a great dude. He was at Arizona State last year. But I would be like, Marvin, fuck him. Don't, don't, don't interview don't take the interview because, you know, and it's hard to do, though. And he, and he told me, he's like, JB, it's hard to do for the young brothers, though, it's coming up. Because if the young brothers see me turn it down, then they don't have a shot. And, I, and it's just in a horrible catch-22 situation, man. And I just think that it's, uh, JB, it's let's hard. Be real. Let's be real. I love Marvin. But Marvin got to know these people ain't hiring his ass, man. That's what I said. Come on. <laughs> Marvin, man. You, you understand you got the longest tenure for a losing coach in Cincinnati, a black losing coach. Yeah, so what? Shit, 12, 15 years damn near. Come on, man. You, you not, you're not getting that. You're not getting that. That's exactly not, right. That's not going to happen.
Right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, what up, what up? Give me one minute. I'll be right back again. I'll be right back. Listen to the other conversation, Marshall Falk. At you, man. I appreciate the great Marshall Falk for joining us, Hall of Famer. Uh, I got a quote of the day, man. Quit looking in the rearview mirror. We ain't going that way. Um, keep it real smart and stupid simple, man. Kiss method, shit. Keep it super simple. Hey, uh, Mr. Falk, Marshall Falk, I appreciate you joining us, man, on the podcast. Uh, appreciate you coming in and uh, spending a few minutes, brother. I appreciate it greatly. All good, JB. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, anytime, man. Anytime. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to let everybody know what you're doing nowadays, man. I know you're doing a lot. I know you're uh, you're going out to uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five to uh, educate some Latino youth on some uh, drug stuff. So you want to elaborate on that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I'll be at Super Bowl, and I I work in conjunction as the the international spokesperson for uh, the Foundation for Drug Free World, and it's exactly what we what, what it says. You know, it's like if people say, "So what do you guys do?" I'm like, "Well." You know, foundation for a drug-free world. Hell yeah. But to, to, to really explain to people, um, we're, we're not going around telling people what to do with their lives and how to not do it. What we're doing is we're educating people on what they are doing, the effects of drugs, how, how the disaster behind that it leaves when someone decides to partake, how the family feels, whether it's the kids, the wife, um, the mother, the father, the siblings, how we're left to pick up the pieces and and understanding what that is, and that's just for adults, knowing the education part of it. Now, for kids, they get peer pressured into it. They want to be cool. They want to look cool, and they don't even know what they're getting into. Yeah. And before you know it, before you know it, drugs got a hold of you in your life. Your life is just—it's a whirlwind, and you're wondering what happened. All right, all right, all right. Apologize. Had to let the dogs out. Do some shit. Shit, Rashad Penny, what worth does he have? What worth is, what do you mean worth? Um, shit, TJ will tell you, he had to try to stop that motherfucking high school. We stopped his ass fucking one year. He didn't do shit on us. Um, so anyway, back to the show. Appreciate everybody. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell him that the slapdick himself sent you. Um... More about that shit. I think this is absurd. Um, I think this. Okay, so look, I want to share something with you real quick. All right, the NBA is talking about shortening the season. Okay, they're talking about shorting shortening the season, and I could not agree more with with Richard Jefferson, former Arizona Wildcat. Um, Oh, man. JKs, appreciate you. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is one of my all-time favorite because Rocky, the entire series, is my all-time favorite series of all time. So I'm a Rocky. It, it goes, Rocky is unrivaled un, to me. All right, here we go. Richard Jefferson, listen to this. I think this is absurd. I think this is, let me, let me, let me I just got stretched here. This, this is, this is, this is my issue right here, right? Is that 
You have game readies. You have Norma Techs. There was years ago where players used to not travel. They would not travel uh, commercial. We have eliminated back-to-backs. We now have a, a week-long all-star break instead of instead of like three and a half days. Yep. And I remember guys used to have to catch flights, play the last game on Thursday, play in the game on Sunday, and then you would have a game on, on Tuesday, Wednesday. They have done every single thing. Every team now has sleep staffs. They have extra training staff. When I came into the league, you had two doubled as an equipment manager. Now you have a massage therapist to travel with teams. Now, guys, are, you want to shorten the season? Like, how much more do we have to make this coddling and all of this stuff go with the players? It makes absolutely no sense. Professional sports is not good on your body. It's supposed to separate the people that can do it from the people that can't do it. And while we do want our best product on the floor, part of greatness is longevity. That's what Michael Jordan, that's what that's what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that's what LeBron James, all of these guys, we talk about their greatness over a long period of time. And to keep eliminating this and dialing back to the point where it's like there's nothing else for the players to do. I think it is a joke. I think they should never do this. Now, if you were talking about the in-season tournament, I think that's 100% maybe if you wanted to just have a little bit more space. But this right here is the epitome of coddling players to make sure that everything is okay on top of the fact that players are taking rest days on top of the fact that they're taking rest days right now. So how are you going to give them rest days and then say, well, we're going to shorten it to 60 games. We're going to shorten it to 70 games. At the end of the day, they're still going to take time off. Tell them about the money. The money. Oh, they make <laughs> it all that money. I don't I'm think sorry. anyone else is going to be at I don't know what you think. I agree with him wholeheartedly. You want to shorten the season and they still make more money than ever. I don't get it. I don't get it. But this is the deal. I was a decent JJ Reddick fan. All right, I'm gonna be honest. I was a I was a decent JJ Reddick fan. And um, I I I have I have nothing but. I feel that J.J. Redick is the biggest bitch in basketball now. After today's take that he made with C.J. McCollum on ESPN about Richard Jefferson. Okay? C.J. McCollum, who's the head of the Players Union for the NBA, apparently. Players Association or whatever. They make a statement to me that was absurd and soft. It is clearly a generational thing for... It is clearly a generational thing. I'm just going to be honest with you. This is a generational mindset that we have. And that is going to be the difference in this whole situation. And for CJ and JJ Reddick to claim that only this generation of players should be protected by shortening the season is some of the biggest bitch made moves I have heard in years. I no longer like JJ Reddick, and CJ McCollum can eat a dick up. This is the problem you bitch made cats have. 
You only make this fucking money, motherfuckers, because of MJ, Kobe, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. This is the only reason you make this money. Don't get it twisted. Fuck your eight-figure salary. Bitch, you wouldn't have been anything like you are right now without fucking Magic Bird, uh, Jordan, Kobe. You wouldn't have been here without the previous generation of trendsetters like the aforementioned. J.J. Reddick, you were a fucking bum. You were a bum. You could hit an open jumper here and there. Motherfucker, you who, who, who gave you the all out right now to fucking claim that you're the all out uh, plumbers and plumbers and firemen? Shit. Those firemen and plumbers, those motherfuckers would have beat the shit out of you soft fucks. I know that much because you don't have no nuts and guts. And J.J. Reddick says, quote, we take games off because we use the fucking term running hot, quote, running hot, end quote. Running hot? You fucking joking me? So we sit games? Bitch, please run these nuts, you fucking soft fucking pussies. You fucking rich prima donna fucks who've earned the money only because the predecessors, the fucking ahead of you like Jordan and Kareem and Magic have fucking done their job right to where you now can benefit and reap the benefit from the fucking media packages, social media, all the money that's floating around this world because of what they did. They're the trendsetters. CJ McCollum, you fucking wouldn't have played in the 80s, motherfucker. You soft-ass pussy. And, and you haven't done shit without Dame Lillard. And I want to see what you do next year in New Orleans. You should just be an ESPN analyst because you already wearing a fucking six-piece button-up suit looking like you're already ready to be a suit-wearing motherfucker. At least Beverly was talking shit. Patrick Beverly was talking shit to Stephen A. You're already trying to kiss up to fucking ESPN motherfucker. Take your fucking garbage-ass overlaid suit off and go fucking play your last few years and go fucking load manage. And go tell everyone that we need to protect the eight fucking figure salary people. It's protection. We got to have the greatest fucking people on. Shut the fuck up. Well, JJ didn't talk real today. JJ sounded like a bitch today. And you know what? The last thing you say is usually the most meaningful. Um. <laughs> uh, Donovan, so I'm just telling you right now, if they shorten the season, they're just fucking allowing the players to continue to take over a league in which they might as well get rid of coaches because you ain't listening to them. Y'all ain't listening to coaches any fucking way. So let's just pay these motherfuckers for doing nothing. Let's sit out. Don't let's have no loyalty. Let's have no competitive edge. Let's not care about winning. Let's let's fucking game two dap it up with each other and hug each other after we fucking just played game two of a, and it's tied up in the best of seven world championship. Let's go hug each other and dap it up. 
Coach, they played together at fucking Wisconsin. I don't give a fuck if they played together in AAU growing up, motherfucker. They're soft pussy. Go hug it up on vacation in the summer in the Bahamas, homie. God damn. Donovan Mitchell, just leading on to more drama. Donovan Mitchell's quote is unnerved as Snyder exits the Jazz. Well, no shit. These cats don't give a fuck about the coach or the team. It's the bag. It's the proverbial bag chase. That's all these motherfuckers care about. They care about chasing the bag. They care about chasing the bag. Okay. And it blows my mind. That is what it is. They, they're worried about chasing the bag and care about them fucking selves. They have no loyalty to their players, to their brothers, to their teammates. They have no loyalty. They lack work ethic. They lack passion. They lack loyalty. They lack competitive drive. And they lack competitive fire. All these pro athletes. Not one of them have the shit I just mentioned. Let's ask yourself. How a freak of nature like Zion Williams can be so out of shape if he had passion, lack, if he had lack, if he had competitive drive and competitive fire, how would he ever? And if he had work ethic, how would he ever be out of shape? He's 20 fucking two years old. How the fuck is he out of shape? And you're making hundreds of millions of dollars. You got a shoe deal worth 20 million dollars, motherfucker. How are you out of shape? How is a motherfucker like Kyle Lowry so fucking badly out of shape? How is James Harden so fucking badly out of shape? How is Ben Simmons so fucking out of shape? You know why you have back problems? Because your hamstrings are tight. You know why you have bad hamstrings? Because you're out of fucking shape. See, all you got... Allen said eating too good. So you don't think Kobe ate too good? Michael Jordan didn't eat good? <laughs> Come on, dog. Can't use that excuse. They all had money relative to their time frame. They all had the most money in the world. They're a one percenter. Even back in the day when NBA wasn't making hundreds of millions, they was making millions still. And even if they weren't, they were making hundreds of thousands of dollars, more than the most of the world. So they wanted to be the 1% elite people in this world. Hey, got to live up to it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell didn't give a fuck that, that, that Quinn Snyder bounced. He didn't give a fuck. No, I know, Alan. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, Michael Jordan and Kobe and them ate the best food, too. The motherfuckers eating steak and lobster every night. The motherfuckers was in shape. So I don't use the, the too much eating shit. That that's just that's just lack of discipline and fucking um you know, lack of discipline, lack of fucking self fucking motivation. They they lack all that shit. Um so that's just me. Tim Tebow is going to be first time uh, a first timer available to get inducted into the College Hall of Fame. Just shows you that Heisman Trophy winners and college football greats don't always equate to great NFL players. There's a lot of Heisman Trophy winners that have been horrible in the NFL. A lot of them. 
lot of them. Tyron Matthew hits me up on Twitter now kind of often. Uh, I already talked about the Tampa Bay Rays. I, I, I'm just confused on this is the issue to me that only five players didn't wear patches. That's just that's my issue. Not because it's a gay bashing thing. I don't give a fuck about that. This is the issue we have. See, a lot of you don't listen. You just hear you hear the first thing I say, and then you start. Oh, I'm Google you. Shut the fuck up. This is the problem. See, some real ones want to stand up for what they believe in personally. To me, that was five motherfuckers. Five motherfuckers stood up and. Believed in something. I bet that more than half of that roster truly didn't want to wear the patches. But I bet you that they won't because they can't say shit now. You will be blasted worse than you would saying something racist. You would be canceled quicker for saying something against a gay person or an LGBTQ person um, then you would be saying something racist. And that's fucking fact. That's fucking fact. Gay pride is celebrated more in this country than any black history celebration, any Hispanic Heritage Month, any other fucking important meaningful holiday or celebratory event. It is a mockery. It is a joke. It is the true definition of how soft we are and it is what it is it's fucking unbelievable this is a made-up group of fucking people you do understand this right you understand this is a made-up group of people these people aren't born gay and i'm not going to get into the whole biblical part of this fucking thing well coach i think some people think you could be born gay well i don't think you can be born gay motherfucker i think it's a learned trait just like racism is so i'm not going to get into all that all i know is you have choices you ain't got a fucking choice to be black or brown or white or yellow <laughs> so i don't give a fuck what they say stop fucking arguing it it's it's just real Yet we have this Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals who come out and says, tweets out, it is an absolute joke. I don't know who Jack Flattery is or Flattery. I don't watch baseball. Is, is Flattery gay? Is he openly gay or something like that? I don't know. I don't know that. So I'm just asking. Um, but he came out and said it's an absolute joke for the Tampa Bay Rays not to all wear the, the, the pride badge. See, I wouldn't wear no pride badge. There's no fucking way. Why? I don't believe in it. I don't want nothing to do with it. And why should I? I don't understand. You have the right to be gay. I have the right not to be gay. Like, I don't get the fucking problem. Each his own. Different strokes for different folks. Stay in your lane. I'll stay in mine, dog. I don't get it. I don't understand the fucking issue. Like, God damn. You got to be kidding me. But it is what it is. Um, 
The first transgender cheerleader joins the Carolina Panthers. See, I argue that only five people wearing the badge of the pride um, badge on the on the Rays is why we have transgender cheerleaders joining NFL rosters. See, you guys don't fucking understand that there's shit that's called shit rolls downhill. That's a real fucking theory. That shit adds up. Shit adds up. See, motherfuckers don't want to put together that shit adds up. It started somewhere. I don't give a fuck how small and minute and minuscule you think it is. It's fucking adds up. And it starts adding up into a bunch of big shit. And you don't think that it has an effect on... So you don't think Adderall has an effect on how fucked up we are right now in America, huh? See, I do. Now, it's not proven. I'm not going to say it's proven. I'm not saying it's fact. But I think, I think, which is an opinion, once you use the word think, I think Adderall has a direct effect on mass shooters, on fucking these fucks that... I got a tweet today to to spread a GoFundMe for a teacher who's an elementary school teacher. And her fifth graders, 90% of them over the last five years have declined, steadily declined reading levels. Fifth grade's reading now at the first grade level. Third grade's reading now at a kindergarten preschool level. And she wants me to start this program for her. Now, I do not know the lady. I do not know this lady. She reached out to me this morning from Florida. She's actually in Florida. She sent me websites and links, all that she controls. So I know she's real, I hope. And I hope she don't. I don't get duped into something like Pat McAfee got fucked over. See, when people try to be nice guys, we get fucked. See, nice guys always get fucked. That's the problem. That's why you can't just go out and, and say, okay. Because I was a nice guy before and got fucked many times. And I'm sure everyone in this room has been a nice guy and got fucked. So, you know, that's just what it is. But, um. We got a transgender cheerleader with the Carolina Panthers now. Fully accepted, no issues. I haven't seen nothing about that. Why haven't any football players came out and said, hey, uh, I don't like that shit. I don't think we represent the, the, the business right. Like, they won't. They can't. They're scared. It's fucking amazing. First Amendment right applies to certain folks, but not to others. That's what's fucked up. That's where you motherfuckers got me fucked up. I'm going to say it. You fucking hate me now, love me later all you want. Or hate me now, hate me later. I really don't give a fuck. We got players out here that I think are direct correlation of Adderall, horrible parenting, allowing instead of coaching. We got players out here filming themselves playing the game with their cell phone and posting it on social media during the fucking game. I have to understand something. I've talked to two coaches in the USFL that are good friends of mine, and they're so over coaching these kids. They said, JB, I thought I would be better here than college. I don't want to go back to college because of NIL and transfer portals and how soft these fucks are. But it's even worse in the USFL, he said to me. (laughs) 
Because it's not a lot of money, but it is more money than you would be making at Walmart. So I just don't understand. No competitiveness, no fucking nuts, no guts, no loyalty. It's all about likes and retweets. It's all about clout chasing. We rather clout chase over all other things. Even though this game has given you an opportunity to make a lot of money for the for the just for the sake of the drill, a hundred grand a year is more money than ninety percent of Americans. You're making a hundred grand at USFL to play football. Okay, a privilege, by the way, not a right. A privilege, not a right. And the forefathers to this beautiful game of football are turning over in their fucking graves watching you play a game that you can be fuck paralyzed in. We've lost human beings playing this game, by the way. But you're just taking it like it's a joke and you're going to film it on your phone because why? You want your TikTok to blow up so you can get sponsors, so you can make money. I'm not mad at that whole thing. I'm mad at that you disrespected the actual game, your profession that's actually paying you to seek social media fame. And that is basically shitting on your teammates, the sport itself, the forefathers before you that created this avenue for you to make money. And that is the lack of disrespect I mean, lack of respect and the blatant disrespect that now exists in these fucking kids. Period. It's what it is. The Warriors dominated last night, just like I think I said on my show, right here and here, right here. I said, I think they're going to blow out Boston game two. I'm changing my pick today, though, on the 6th of June, 2022. I also, I called the game going seven. I called the series going seven. Um... I'm calling this the Golden State to win it in six now. Unless the referees really string this thing out to seven games, I'm calling this to go six. Um, they are clearly head and shoulders better. I thought Boston matched up better than I than I than I thought. I thought they matched up better than they they seemed to. They look slow at times. Um, they cannot stay with Golden State. Um, they will get another one, but. Not much more. And I think Golden State wins in Boston. Um, next game, they'll come home after the, they'll lose game four. They'll, they'll, they'll come back for game five and win five and six, in my opinion. Um, I think they're going to win on Boston's court now. They just, Boston looks slow all of a sudden. They've looked great all year on defense. And then if you really evaluate and break down both games, Hector, Boston's gotten dominated by Golden State. Golden State floundered the fourth quarter in game one, or this is a 2-0 series with two blowouts. Just please understand that. I think they got caught up watching Steph in game one, and and this is with a subpar Clay Thompson, by the way. Um, so, um, it's crazy. Crazy. Um, I 
Hey, here's one. I just got a text, right, from a buddy. Not a buddy. I got a text from somebody. Not a text. I got a DM on Instagram. Do you guys remember Gabe Gotti? You guys remember Gabe? Like, I was wondering. I haven't seen Gabe or anything, but I just got a DM. Apparently, this guy sends me a message saying that Gabe was taking shots at me on Twitter. So I went on Twitter and and went to his account because, you know, he used to follow me. He blocked me. Gabe Gotti blocked me. I didn't know I did anything to Gabe Gotti. Um, wow. Impressive. It's impressive. He must have got caught up by the fucking young generation, I guess. <laughs> he got caught up with the young generation of bitch-made cats. Holy shit. Um... I don't know, but I guess if you can't call me as a grown-up, you're supposed to be a grown man, homie. I mean, the motherfucker says he did time in jail, which I don't know if he did or not. Um, no, I don't I don't know Gabe like that. I've met Gabe a few times. I was cool with Gabe. I never had a problem with Gabe. I have no fucking idea what happened. I have no idea what happened. I'm going to be honest. I guess he took offense to something. I think I'll be all right. I think I'll be able to sleep tonight, by the way. (laughs) Weird fuck. Holy shit. We got some weird soft motherfuckers out here. God damn. You a gangster, I thought, homie. You block me? You don't even hit me up as a man? What? I guess my gangster and yours is totally different, homeboy. Hopefully somebody shares this with his motherfucking ass. Um, UCLA lost Oklahoma. They're out. They had to sweep Oklahoma, apparently. Um, so let me get to this real quick. Idaho State coach was arrested for murder. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Idaho State's coach was arrested for murder. And I just have to say, it is crazy that guys like this get jobs. They pass screenings. They pass screenings. And yet, I'm looked at as even worse than them. I am. Art Bryles can get a job. He, read, he led one of the most despicable rape cases in modern-day sports history at, at Baylor. His son can get jobs. So many others I can name. But this is the profession. This is the business, Alan. You already know. I understand it and can't cry over spilled milk. I want to state that this isn't for me. It is about us. It ain't about me. It's about us. There is a ton of good coaches out here being passed by for creep fucking racists, weirdos, murderers now apparently (laughs) to me the bigger picture and the bigger issue which also leads to more transfer portal kids and kids searching for greener pastures is the fact that you hire these fucking fake white collar motherfuckers that have no buy-in 
And I want to clarify something to everyone out there that don't understand, okay? When recruits get on your campus after they sign, it is a completely different world, okay? And I'm going to explain this. The recruiting coach is a completely different human than the coaching coach. Alan can understand this. When I recruit you, not me per se, I'm not saying me, but when coaches recruit kids, they give them the they paint them the prettiest possible picture out there. That's what aggravates me the most about fake coaches and what aggravates me most about kids not doing their research and kids mothers not doing their due diligence and just sending kids over there and then wants to pull them out after they don't play year one as a freshman. Well, this is the thing. There's two humans recruiting you. There's a recruiting human that is going to tell you and whisper sweet nothings in your ear and tell you that you're going to start. You're the best thing since sliced bread, which is all lies. And then there's the coaching coach. When you come out to the first day, he acts and he walks right fucking past you at the mess hall or in the cafeteria or in the dorm room. He walks right past you. And you're like, what's up, coach? And he don't even say shit to you. That's the problem. So when the kid gets to campus and then starts hollering at his homies and says, damn, coach fucking Johnson, he don't even holler at me. Oh, yeah, dog. Hell no. Nah. He fake as a motherfucker. Hell no. Nah. For real? They lied to us like that? Yeah, motherfucker, they did. That's why y'all don't do no fucking research. You're worried about fucking wearing 20 hats on Twitter when you commit to the motherfucker and on signing day, you want to play games with all your hats. Well, guess what? They play games with you. They play games with you, motherfucker. And at the end of the day, now you're a transfer portal soft fucking pussy like the rest of them. Instead of being different and standing on your own two fucking legs and making a right at the stop sign instead of making a left like every fucking buddy else. And that's the problem. That's the problem. But it is what it is. It is what it is. It just blows my mind, though, that cats can pass screenings and be the guy quote-unquote, the guy, and then you can't fucking get a kid to stay on your campus. That is the telltale definition of a recruiter. A recruiter not only brings you to the campus and signs you, he also fucking keeps you. See, that's what y'all don't get. All these fucking ESPN naysayers, oh, he's the best recruiter in college football. No, he's not. Every kid he signed entered the portal. No, I would, I want to ask you guys something. If you started a job and you quit or got fired in the first week of all your jobs, would you put that down on your resume? And do you think that your resume would be a hireable one? No, it wouldn't. In the college landscape of recruiting, these naysayer ESPN, all these fucking idiots that don't know the game and how the fucking intricate game is played. They come out and say, oh, 
this coach is USC is the best recruiting class. They're doing they're doing a great job. They're really, let's see how many of those kids stay and get their degree and go to the NFL from your program that kids that you recruited originally and initially. Not that entered the portal and you got secondhand. See, right now, the recruiter in college football, the so-called recruiter, doesn't exist. Because the recruiter that signed you originally, it, it can't hold you. You're entering the portal. You go play for another coach that actually recruited you as well. But you chose to go to the bigger and better school for the time being. But you end up graduating from this other school or even your third or fourth fucking school nowadays. So the, the, the recruiting, there is no fucking recruiting. There's no recruiting no more. Um, the difference is, like Alan's saying, they won't recruit him to get a degree. The difference is I am the same coach as the recruiting coach as I am on the field. The same motherfucker. I am not different at all. Now, I'm not going to motherfuck you and your mom in your house. But I am completely the same person. And I'm going to tell you the same thing recruiting you. So when you get to me, there ain't no surprises, dog. Coach, can I start? No, I don't think you can. Coach, will I be a starter? Son, if I knew that, I'd be a millionaire. And they look at me. And their parents look at me. If you think I'm going to promise you a starting job, son, then you need to go elsewhere. Because I'm going to grind you. Right, Alan? I'm going to fucking make a man of you. So when you leave me, you don't go to jail. You don't get kicked out of the four-year. You don't hit a woman. You don't fucking do dumb shit. Because you understand that... You understand the importance of putting your future into another man's hands when you leave my fucking program. That's the problem nowadays. Nobody gives a fuck about the kid. They're not teaching the kid shit. They think by sucking their dick and kissing their asses, they're doing them a favor by promising them this, promising them that. Now you're throwing millions of dollars in the fold on top of promising them to start as a freshman? I've heard nothing but horror stories lately in home visits from my four-year Division I buddies that the number one question asked to them is, will I start as a freshman? That is the number one question the kids ask, still over the money thing. They're asking, will I start as a freshman? And I ask you this. If I give you $8 million, but my fucking redshirt junior has a hell of a summer and comes back 20 pounds leaner, muscle, stronger arm, quicker feet, more fucking poise in the pocket. He's got nuts and guts. He understands the system. He reads coverage. He's more accurate. He's going to be my starter. But now, is he? Because you just gave Nico $8 million to go to Tennessee. Is he going to start as a freshman because you gave him that money? So now are we in the NFL? Now you have to play Kirk Cousins because you paid him fucking $100 million? Or 
is the backup better who makes two million a year, but you can't play him because you look like a buffoon because you just broke the bank on a kid that is totally unproven. That's the problem with society. We have a bunch of unproven fucks out here that you've given the keys to the car to and expect them to go lead you to the promised land and they ain't paid a bill. They ain't turned on a light. They ain't paid a mortgage. They ain't paid, put a kid through college and they can't even address you. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Yeah, I got it. Whatever. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'll slap the shit out of you. You fucking disrespectful, fucking enabled, fucking entitled bitch-made cats. That's the fucking problem we have in society, period, point blank. And it starts way over here, and it's going all the way over here. And it's happened before your very eyes. You just won't admit it because it's scaring you. That's the true pandemic. It ain't fucking COVID. Come on, man. I'm going to drop the mic on that one. I got to get out of here. I appreciate everybody coming through. Um, this is a deal. I will give you 10 seconds because I can't take a call. Here's the, here's the trivia question right here. I'll give you 10 seconds to type it in. The first person that types it in, I'm only going to give you 10 I'm going to give you 8 seconds because I, you can Google something very fast. I'm going to give you eight seconds. Um, and I'm going to give you eight fucking seconds to answer. Because I'm not going to take the call. And I don't want you to Google it and get it. So here the fucking, here's the trivia question for a signed bottle of slapdick whiskey. Here it goes. You guys ready for this? Three, two, one. You got eight seconds to answer. Go. What is the sign directly opposite Scorpio in the Zodiac? What is the sign directly opposite Scorpio in the Zodiac? Go, you got... Um, time's up. Time's up. You guys try like a mother. Everybody just tie like a motherfucker. God damn. You guys just typed in shit. <laughs> Who got Taurus? Ben do over. Ben Dover. Ben Dover. I, I, you caught me on that, Ben. You're not a member, though, Ben. I can't give it to you. Ben got it right. It's Taurus. Um, but I can't give it to Ben. He's not a member. And I don't know who you are, Ben. I can't trust you that aren't members. So you fucking fucked yourself. See? You just got fucked. Come on, Ben, over. You just bent yourself over. <laughs> you just got fucked. Because you ain't a member, homie. Oh, fuck. That's comical. Bend over. <laughs> The vodka comes out next uh, month, by the way. So you can you can become a member and call back in, dog. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being civil today, though. You're one of my civil non-members, so I appreciate you um, coming in. 
Who's Mids Plug, Bruce? <laughs> Mids Plug. Why does Mids Plug's name just carry so much weight in the chat? <laughs> Man, hey, I got to go. I got a call here to take um, here in about seven minutes. So, Kelly, I appreciate you getting the uh, whiskey. Chad Patterson, you're about 20 minutes too late, but it was Torres, by the way, not Aries. Um, I appreciate you. I will see you Wednesday. Uh, next week, I may be going back to five days a week. So I appreciate everybody joining me and coming on in. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Um, YouTube, you can stay on for a couple minutes um, as the sound goes off and talk some shit. But uh, I appreciate everybody coming in. Audio side, I'll see you guys Wednesday for Work Boot Wednesday. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants.